welcome to our Victory Outreach Chino podcast. We pray you are blessed, encouraged, and challenged with this message. Turn with me in your Bibles, please, to the book of Luke chapter 5 in verse 1. One day Jesus was standing by the lake, the people crowding around him and listening to the word of God. This is from the NIV translation. He saw the water's edge, two boats left there by fishermen who were washing their nets. You see it on the screen. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from the shore. Somebody say, step out. And then the Bible says, and he sat down and he taught the people from the boat. This is Jesus. And when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon... Put out into the deep water. I want you to try that. Say, deeper water. I want you to look at me. That's where God's trying to take you is into deeper water. There are three levels of living. Almost, most, and utmost. Try that. Say, almost, most, and utmost. I'll never forget my mother told me I was born in Compton. Then we went to a part of East L.A. Then we went across the street from Pioneer High School. She said, we may be lower income, but we are not lower class. Because we had, we had seven people in a two-bedroom apartment in Compton. My father worked for Bethlehem Steel, and he struggled with alcoholism. My mother worked at Winchell's Donut Shop. For those that do not know, my mother is Hispanic. Her name is Vesentita Gonzalez. I was just with her two days ago. She's about to be 92 years of age, and she is powerful. My mother is very Christian. She will cuss you out and then pray for you after. She's literally still the same. But if you can think about it that I went from that to tonight I'll fly first class all the way to Australia to go speak to 17,000 people. When I was cramped and crowded and my life was stuck, it did not look like that was going to happen. But I'm here to tell you today, because it's going to happen to you, God is a God of transformation. You should clap right now. Come on. The word transformation means change. It means revision. It means to alter. It means to modify. It means to upgrade. How many of you in this place, you feel like you need to upgrade in at least one area of your life? <laughs> there are primarily eight areas of your life, and I beg you to hear me today. I put about 30 hours of research into this message. The eight hours, eight areas would be, number one, your spiritual. Say spiritual. Physical. 
mental, job, finances, family, relationship. Then you have your social life. Okay? So I want you to hear this. So God has various areas of your life, and most people, what they do is they pick an area where they decide to prosper. But the Bible says in Psalms chapter 1, blessed is the person who walks in the things of God, who delights in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, whose leaves shall not wither, and everything he does shall prosper. So what's going to happen to you in 2024, everything you do shall prosper. 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 You should probably clap real loud, like everything. Come on now. Come on, keep clapping. Like everything you do shall prosper. So in, in order for God to change your mindset, there needs to be a transformation. Because some of you, God is trying to give you what Carol Dweck from Stanford University calls a growth mindset rather than a fixed mindset. If you make thirty to $40,000 a year, Get ready to get an upgrade. If you make 50 to 70, get ready to make, have an upgrade. Come on, somebody. If, if you're making 70 to, to 90,000 a year, get ready to have an up. Come on, keep clapping. If, if you're making 100 to 150,000 a year, come on, get ready to make and have an upgrade. If you're making 150,000 to 300,000, get ready to have an upgrade. Now, now, do you really believe this? Absolutely. I have friends from what I would call from the neighborhood that are making millions of dollars a year, but they're, they're just like us. They still, they still go to Tommy's Burgers. Come on, people. They still go to In-N-Out. In they still go to the, the original Green Burrito. They're from the neighborhood, but they're making millions of dollars a year. In order to think that way, you need a different mindset. See, your mindset is yours to set. Just because you work at Starbucks now doesn't mean you're going to stay at Starbucks. Just because you're cleaning houses now doesn't mean you'll be cleaning houses in two years. Just because you're a single mother now, struggling, doesn't mean you'll be there in two years. God is bringing transformation to your life. Clap your hands and shout. Come on. Somebody said to me the other day, why do you have 2.4 million people following you on Instagram alone? Why are you in 70 airports around the world being shown every two hours? When you go to the airport, look for me. You'll see me on all the TVs. I've been there for three years. 
I have three different shows in 70 airports around the world. Now I'm in millions of hotel rooms around the world motivating people, speaking to people, writing for American Airways Magazine, writing for United Airways Magazine. Why do you have a new talk show coming out on secular TV this year? Why is all that happening? It's, it's not by might, nor by power, it's by a spirit. There's people smarter than me. There's people cuter than me. There's people more fantastic than me. But I have learned to decrease and let him increase. As a teenager, I was so into God that whenever they'd have an altar call, I'd come to the front. And they would have an altar call for who's been thinking bad thoughts, I'd come to the front. Even if I had one bad thought like in six months. Then one time they had an altar call for who's having female problems. And I was 17, I was thinking about a female, so I came to the front. But they meant like female problems, like female problems. <laughs> Pastor said it was me and 14 girls. But I was so hungry to not be the same. So I'm convinced that you got to get sick and tired of being sick and tired. Tired of being broke. Tired of having issues and you can't fix them. Tired of wondering where you're going to put your mother because she's getting older. Is she going to live with you? Is she going to live with them? Because most people can't afford the type of luxury that certain people in certain families can afford to put them in some kind of fancy senior living home. Somebody better pay attention here. Some people have dental problems today and can't fix them tomorrow because of a lack of resources. Now, I got to take you there to where you could feel it because it's not going to stay that way. Come on, clap. Come on, clap. You're going to have growth. That's what we're doing as a church, growth. Say growth. Growth means expansion. We're expanding in this movement. We are the mother church. Someday we're going to put a balcony, growth. We're going to do more on television, growth. Come on, somebody. We're going to do more for the youth. Somebody say growth. Come on, people. We're going to do more for our children's ministry. Somebody say growth. We're going to do more for the men's home, the women's home. Come on, somebody. Growth. We're going to go do more for our training center. Somebody say growth. Powerful, right? But as you plant into other people's growth, God is planting into your growth. So God is looking for somebody, which is all of you, to cooperate 
with the growth that he's about to give. Because I'm prophesying to you 2024 is your year. I am prophesying to you that 2024 is your year. You are going to gain ground. Clap your hands. Come on, people. Let's go there. You're going to gain ground. God's going to take you into faces, places, and spaces. I have a friend named um, Pharrell Williams. And some of you guys remember, I brought, I brought Kanye West to church here. And uh, Kanye West sat in the front row with me here while I was speaking. And that's when he did that verse in his song, Next time I'm in church, please no photos. Because we were in the front row with Pastor Sonny Jr. And some little kid came from the back and went right in Kanye's face and went, chuk, chuk, and then ran. But my buddy Pharrell Williams, he used to be in a group called the Neptunes with Chad. And they were just doing songs. And then he was a famous producer. And then he came up with Billionaire's Boys Club. And, uh, you know, I've been with Kanye since 2006. So Pharrell would always be in the studio. We'd talk about God and the things of God. Because Pharrell comes from the Pentecostal church. But Pharrell is now the head of the division of Louis Vuitton men's division. So when he launched his new men's line in Paris just less than a year ago, and Beyonce was there and Jay-Z was there and Kim Kardashian and all these people, I like what Pharrell did. He brought in a Pentecostal choir. And while they launched the men's line in the... And the models were, 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 were walking for the first time in the men's line. They had a Pentecostal choir singing joy, unspeakable joy, unspeakable, unspeakable, unspeakable joy. Some of you young people, you put that up on YouTube. And it, it, it was so anointed. So what are you trying to say, Tim's story, is that Pharrell Williams never saw that happening. He told me that. He just thought he was another young producer from a Pentecostal church. John Legend never saw him being John Legend. He was a piano player leading worship at his home church. There are people here today, your life will get so good within five years, it's going to be weird. Somebody clap your hands and shout. Thank you for the organ, but I am not a Pentecostal preacher. Give him a clap for doing that, though. That was cool. Somebody say growth. So this guy, Peter, is fishing. Say fishing. But he's having a bad night. The Bible says he's been toiling all night. The word toil means this, hard, vigorous, demanding work. And Peter says to Jesus, I've been toiling, but I, I keep coming up empty. The word empty means, watch this, it's a Greek word, kinos, K-E-N-O-S. He says, I keep, watch this, I keep scraping the bottom of the barrel. I keep coming up empty. Here's where I could help you. There are people here today that when you hear a guy like me, inspirational, 
you like me, but then there's a side of you that wants to hit me upside the head. Because I'm telling you what's going to happen, but you keep thinking about all the pain you've been through. So Peter says, Jesus, I know you're asking me to get my nets and throw them out for a certain catch. The word certain in the Greek means show enough. You could take that to the bank. It's going to happen. So Peter is saying, I'd like to cooperate with you, Jesus. Watch. But you don't understand. I'm a fisherman by trade. You're a carpenter by trade. I'm here to tell you the fish are not biting today. We keep coming up keynotes. We're coming up empty. So watch. In the area of your dreams, some of you have been coming up empty. In the area of your relationship, coming up empty. In the area of your mindset, coming up empty. In the area of trying to break addiction, coming up empty. But God says, in the areas you are empty, I'm about to make you full. I need you to clap real big. Come on. Hi, Kathy. Kathy, wave. Kathy, stand. Give Kathy a big clap. We've been friends for over 30 years. One of the best people in this church. So there are times, Sister Kim knows this in her own life, we could be strong Christians, right? You feel like you're coming up empty in certain areas. It could be in raising kids. It could be in responsibilities we have. Who's ever felt like you've, you're coming up empty? Come on, you're going through a, a, a tough season. You better lift your hands or you are lying in church. I was waiting for you to lift your hands, yo. So Peter is basically telling Jesus, come to me on another day and I might cooperate. That's what you guys do. You're like, right now, I'm not really feeling it. I broke up with the fool that I met online. I found out he was cheating. I'm shocked. Don't be shocked. You went out with him. He saw what he was like. It's amazing how people always want to put off the blessing. I'm not quite ready. I'm not there. I'm, not, I'm waiting for Jupiter to rise. I'm waiting for the eclipse of the sun. Please. I'm waiting for the Dodgers to have a better team. Come on, people. <laughs> I just saw Tawny the other night because he lives where I live. And uh, he looked pretty healthy, so hopefully we'll be okay. So watch this. So Jesus comes to Peter, watch. And he, good to see you. He interrupts his normalcy. What I've come to do today is to interrupt your normalcy. You are going to think about me for a week straight. Somebody clap your hands and shout. Come on, stir me up. 
Come on, get me ready for Australia. I only got 16,000 people waiting for me. I am here to disrupt you. I'm not in the mood. I don't care. I ain't talking to your moods. I'm talking to your spirit. My mind's not ready for you. I don't care. I'm not talking to your mind. I'm talking to your spirit. I'm talking to the part of you that is made in the image of God. I'm talking to the woman or the man of God on the inside of you, and I'm telling you to rise up and get ready for growth. Come on, keep on clapping, Victory Outreach. We're about to have a divine disruption in this church. We're having a divine disruption. You say, Tim's story, but I'm 65. You're still about to get a breakthrough. Tim's story, I'm 71. You're still about to get a breakthrough. Powerful, right? So Jesus comes to Peter and he says, hey, Peter, thank you for letting me use your boat to, to do my job, to spread the gospel. I've been called to spread the gospel. Isaiah 61 told me to spread the gospel. So he's doing his job. But because you let me do my job from your boat, I want to bless you. See, sometimes when God wants to bless you, it doesn't look like he's blessing you. Peter's thinking like, give me a lot of money up front. Venmo me. Zell me. Come on, somebody. Give me some cryptocurrency. Give me an NFT. Give me, give me 7% of your uh, business. Watch. He said, I want to bless you. Doesn't look like a blessing. What's your first name again? Darren, doesn't look like a blessing because he tells Peter to do more work. He says, Peter, there's three nets. Uno, dos, tres. Peter, there's three nets. Cast all three nets into the lake. Peter's like, that's not a blessing. That's work. And I'm here to tell you, you're a carpenter and I'm a fisherman. But Jesus says to him, yo, in the Greek. Jesus says to him, this is what you're really feeling. You're feeling two men. Jesus is kind of saying, you better check yourself before you. See, Jesus comes hard, man. Jesus loves you enough, he will send people like me to disrupt you. You better clap your hands. When I, when, I'm, when I work with all these stars that you know that I work with, I disrupt them. I won't name drop the people, but I was with one that you know the other day, and his manager says, nobody talks to him like, like you. We can't believe you get away with it because I'm anointed. I disrupt people. I'm pulling you out of your comfort zone. Come on, clap. Come on, come on, come on. So Jesus said, 
Cast your net out. It's strong words in the Greek. Cast it out. Not like this, like this. That's how some of you pay tithes. Like, tithes is 10% of your giving. But you're like this. You take like a dollar and then you scratch it. Go change the world. Whenever you give, you got to think, how far can these people go if everybody gave what I gave? How many thank God you're a big giver? Clap your hands. Come on. And if you're not there yet, how many are you going to be a big giver? Clap your hands like you're going to be a big I got to hear you. Why don't you act like you're blessed? Come on, Victory Outreach. Come on, Mother Church. Do you like me? Am I one of your favorite speakers? Thank you very much for that. That's awesome. She's got hat of the day. I give her hat of the day. So watch this. So Jesus is cast. Say cast. Cast. Watch this. Is, is this. Throw it. Hurl it. Casting is not like this. This is some of your attempts towards greatness. Miha, did you get a job? I got some applications. Miha, did you fill them out? No. I tried the women's home for two days. I didn't like it. You ain't casting. It's powerful, huh? I, I, I tried tithing two times. It didn't work. That's not casting. He said, cast. Cast it. Cast it. It's good, huh, Mickey? You got to cast it. What you guys did in Detroit, you had to cast it. You had to deal with Joe Jackson. You had to deal with Michael Jackson's dad. That wasn't easy. You had to cast it. You had to deal with Marvin Gaye's attitude, Stevie Wonder's amazingness, Smokey Robinson. You had to deal with, with, with Martha. You had to deal with Mary. You had to deal with everybody. Somebody clap your hands like I'm on to something. Come on, keep clapping. You got to cast it. The reason you guys are legends, the reason he's a legend is because he had the guts to cast his net. But you don't cast just one net. You got to cast all three nets. Give me that net. Bam. Give me that net. Bam. Give me that net. Bam. Sonny Argonzoni Jr. and Julie, they cast their net. You better clap your hands and shout. I think you should clap louder than that. Come on and clap. Every day I'm hustling. Come on, somebody. Every day, every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Come on, keep clapping. You got to, somebody help me. You got to cast your net. That's what we are. We are people who cast our net. We are not people who give up. We don't give in. No matter the hell we've been through, we keep casting the net. 
powerful. I'm dangerous right now. For the last three years, Kathy, I studied two hours a day. I've studied two hours a day already this morning. I pray in tongues 30 minutes a day. That's two and a half hours devotion before I even hit the, 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 the world. Why? Because I need to be filled with this because the world is looking for me to bring shift. I'm not my own. I'm not my own. It's not the Tim story show. Oh, my God, what an amazing life. That's not how I roll. Jesus said, cast out your nets. Look at me. This is not a cast. You're going to keep irritating me with your little miniature casts. Some of you have DM'd me and said you're coming to church today, that you don't usually come to church. You know how many DMs I got like that, Pastor Sonny? I got over eight DMs from your people that said, Tim Story, I'm coming to church. I don't usually come to church anymore. I'm coming to see you. I got eight. It's either eight or nine. So for the eight or nine that said that, thank you for showing up to hear what I have to say. But what I'm looking for you is after today to say, hey, I bought in again, and I'm going to stay here, and I'm going to grow, and I'm going to get better. You better clap your hands and shout. Let's go. Come on, clap. We get, we get so many DMs into my thing. Again, I have, I have 2.4 million people following me. And there are people that are going at it with me. They want to talk and can I really live a better life? Can I really get better? Tim, I don't even like Christians, but somehow I relate to you. Pay attention. Jesus says, cast your net. Cast it, cast it. Let me tell you what Peter does. He casts one net. Because he thought it through. He thought it through. He thought, I've been toiling all night. I haven't caught anything. And I keep coming up empty. Kinos. I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel. So he's tired. And based on his being tired, he decides to go with being tired. Who knows someone who's always tired? Come on, somebody. Lift your hands. Come on, somebody. I didn't know you were allowed to be super tired even at 14. I've seen my friend's kids. They are tired at 14. I'm on overload. I'm on overload. I had to go to school. Then they had a break. Then more school. Then a lunch. Then I was flirting. Then I was texting. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. It's good, right? Peter, because of his lack of understanding who Jesus was, and because he was tired, I beg you to look at me. Because I'm almost done. I don't talk long. Here's what God does. All through the Bible, Mickey, you will find that God usually calls people to an upward calling when they're in a downward moment. You hardly ever see him call people when they're feeling it.
I'm so on. Oh, my God. Are you on? Oh, my God. Kayla, are you on? I'm so on. We should go to Vegas. <laughs> Girl, where'd you get your extensions? Oh, my God. <laughs> Who did your brows? Oh, my God. Beverly Hills brows. It's over here in Pico Rivera. Across the street from El Rancho. <laughs> Look at me like I know our people. Beverly Hills browse across the street from El Rancho. <laughs> Stick with me. We love to make excuses. I'm here to tell you this is your year of promotion. The devil can't stop you. Your mother-in-law can't stop you. Your father-in-law can't stop you. Your ex-husband can't stop you. Your ex-wife can't stop you. Your parole officer can't stop you. The police can't stop you. The prison system can't stop you. The government can't stop you because no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Somebody give the Lord a clap and a shout. Keep clapping. Can I, my piano player, come on? Keep clapping. Stand up and clap for him. Come on and clap for him. Hey! Keep on clapping. Keep clapping for him. He's so awesome. He's so awesome. I said he's so awesome. Sister Kim is so awesome. Sister Kim, just lift your hands. God's ministering to you today. Woo! I think you should just keep clapping for a minute. You do miracles so great. There is no one else like you. There is no one else. You are great. There is no one. Come on. One more time.
say there is no one else like you. One more time, there's no one else. Lift your hands and say, There's no one else. One more time. Now, there's a lot of spirit filled people. Lift your hands and begin to just pray in the Holy Spirit. I actually want to hear you. you to hear me what's happening to this church right now. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 3.18 that God will take you from glory to glory to glory. And I want you to look me in the eyes. I'm going to tell you what that means. It means that God will take you from dimension to dimension to dimension. God is never a demoter. Whenever we get demoted, if you look at your background, it's because we were somehow sowing to the flesh and we somehow reap what we sowed, even if it took years. The Bible says those who sow to the flesh will of that seed reap a downward spiral. But those who sow to the spirit, it says that they will increase. So I believe that we could reverse curses in our life that 2024 would be a year of increase. Clap your hands if you're ready for a year of increase. Okay. Isn't that awesome? So that's for all of us because we're all working for a better life. Raise your hands. Close your eyes. Say, Dear Jesus, come into my life in a new and special way. Thank you, Jesus, for forgiving me of my sins. Say, seriously, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Thank you for what you did on the cross. You died on the cross, and you rose on the third day. I receive complete salvation. My mind is free. My body is healed. By your stripes, I'm healed. No cancer, lupus, blood problems, gum problems, bone problems, no growths, body's free, ears are healed, eyes are healed, mind is healed, family's getting healed. Say, in Jesus' name, say, I, I receive these gifts. Now close your eyes, that's him. Now just lift your hands high, you're going to sense him. 
Some of you are going to cry. Just go ahead and cry. You're being free. speaking to you just go ahead and cry if you're struggling if you're pregnant and nobody knows about it ask God what to do and how to do it when to talk to people who to talk to when I say what to do about it that means who you're going to share it with and when you're going to share it if you're struggling with diseases that we don't know about ask God to heal you God's not looking to embarrass anybody here. That's why some of you run from church. If you're struggling with alcohol addiction or drug addiction still, ask God to set you free where you are. If you've been committing adultery, ask God to forgive you where you're at. If you're, if you're struggling with pornography, ask God to forgive you where you're at. Don't put yourself down. It's a fallen world down here, guys. Let's just get better. Whatever your struggle is, don't let it stop you from your promotion. Whatever your struggle is, don't let it stop you from your promotion. God's dealing with us right now. Say, I receive forgiveness. I want you to look up here. Everything that we're about in this movement, and I say this movement because I'm part of your team. How many glad that I am part of your team? is that we're, we're in the growth. So we got the 2024 growth challenge, as you know. Part of it is get connected so we can grow. We need you in our small groups. We need you to get more connected. Deeper devotion in your prayer life, your study life. How many want deeper devotion with God? I do. That's why I went to the two hours. Mickey, I used to do an hour. I'm at two hours now. But even my friend yesterday... A leading guy said to me, Tim, it's like you're glowing. And um, I'm telling you, I just want to do it just for my own life. Grateful stewardship. Don't you ever put yourself down that, that you've not been a giver, but I need you to be a giver now. My mother worked at Winchell's Donut Shop. At that time, she was making $2.30 an hour. That was back in the 60s. And she tithes 10%. And I remember when different funds would come, she'd somehow find $500 to give to the building fund, people. Sometimes we give from our sacrifice. Sometimes we give from our surplus. And you say, well, I get money. I'll come back and support the church. That will never happen because you develop bad habits already. When you start giving out of your sacrifice, God sees that. And the Bible says he will give seed to the sower. Somebody just gave me a $500,000 blessing. Who would take that if someone gave you a $500,000 blessing? Just clap your hands. Just clap your hands real big. Now, 
When these things happen for me, to be honest with you, I am still surprised, but not as surprised because miracles have been coming that, at me since I was a giver since I was 15. When I got my first job as a dishwasher, I couldn't wait, Mickey, to pay my tithes. I paid my tithes off of being a dishwasher, then as a busboy, and then as a waiter. It's not by accident that Barry Gordy started saying, Tim, how can I help you? Or that Quincy Jones called up Oprah Winfrey nine times and said, you ain't never seen anybody like Tim's story. We need to help Tim. And Oprah told me 20 years ago, that's one reason I put you out in front of everybody because Quincy kept bothering me. That was God speaking to her. She said that. She said, I believe that was God speaking to her. Let me tell you something. What you make happen for someone else, God will make happen for you. Clap your hands like that's true, okay? Come on, people. So we're going to do the, the tithe and the offering right now, and I want you to hear me. This is going to be one of our biggest tithes and offerings of the year because I have a gift in this area. Anybody that knows me, I have a gift for money and favor and prosperity. I just did a big event up in San Francisco, completely packed out. It was myself, a guy named Gary V, a former quarterback named Joe Montana, the guys from Shark Tank. Last month, it was me and a guy named Kevin Hart in Atlanta, Georgia. We had 5,000 people. I do all these success seminars. I have a gift in this area, running companies and doing things. How many of you have big ideas for your, you and your family the next three years? Lift your hands. Come on, people. But from all that money I get, I'm a tither. I'm a sower. Look at me. I'm a giver. You cannot outgive God. So what I'm looking for is I'm looking for some of you to step up in your giving. If you've never been a tither, starting today, I want you to start tithing. I want you to give a three-month commitment and say, you know, Tim's story, I like you. You're down to earth. You make sense. And for three months, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tithe, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask God, how's it going for me? And what you're going to see is you're going to see blessings in your life, and then you're going to continue to tithe. For some of you that are tithing at 10, you're going to hit it to 15%. Then you're going to hit it to 20%. I'm giving at probably 40% right now of what I bring in. I give about 40%. Why so much? Because I feel like it. Because I feel like it. It's not even to get back. It's just because I feel like it. I want to support my family. I want to support a bunch of people. So I'm at about 40%. How many would like to get to the point where you're at 20% of giving and it's no problem? Lift your hands, okay? How many want to get to the point where your house is paid off and then you get another house, then another? And, and don't put yourself down for where you are now, okay? Um, somebody just put your right hand up. Say, dear God, speak to me right now on what I should give. My tithe and my offering. Say, today is a day of new beginnings. It's a day of supernatural growth. 
Say, my nets will be so full, I have to call in my partners. Say, as it happened to Peter, it will happen to me. In Jesus' name. So right now, close your eyes and let the Lord tell you what to give. Thank you for joining our podcast. We pray these messages build, encourage, and strengthen you in your faith. If you would like to partner with us, the Mother Church is a great place to sow a seed. So head on over to our website at viochino.org and click the giving link located at the top of the page. Also, we would love to hear from you. So leave us a praise report, prayer request, or if you've given your life to the Lord, let us know by filling out the salvation card. We would love to connect with you and help you get started on your journey of serving God here at Victory Outreach Chino. 